Howdy and welcome to the Confidence Through Health podcast. I'm Jerry Snyder. As an elite level athlete, owner of All In Health and Wellness, and author of the book Confidence Through Health, my goal is to help you achieve your goals and dreams using health as the conduit to get there. I'd like to thank our sponsor for this episode, All In Health and Wellness. If you're looking for a health coach, you're looking for a sports performance coach, you're looking for nutrition guidance, like, for instance, a meal-by-meal plan that will help you understand how to eat, it will teach you how to eat, and it will give your body, your cells, the proper nutrition to feel great and be able to perform at your best, not just physically, but also emotionally and mentally. If you're looking for those things, you're looking for the key to improve your sports performance, both from a nutrition standpoint and an exercise physical standpoint and a mental standpoint as you approach your athletic event. All In Health and Wellness is able to help in these areas. So contact Jerry at allinhealthandwellness.com or go to allinhealthandwellness.com and you'll find the contact information for how to get in touch with them and get started on the plan that will improve your life. Howdy and welcome to the Confidence Through Health podcast. This is episode 148 with Tom Palladino. He is an expert in scalar energy or scalar light, which many of you probably never heard of, but it's basically the energy that the sun creates uh, and the stars create. And it's a quantum field, or, or as he says, the consciousness of the universe that activates our body's innate healing ability. So we talk in depth about the energy fields. We talk about being able to heal um, in just different manners than what we would normally think of in, t- in traditional medicine. And the work that he is doing is founded in work that, that Nikola Tesla started. And he is like taking it to the next level. Like it's amazing. And, and the, the word that he uses that, that I, I grasped onto and, and made a connection with was the energy's instruction for our body to be able to command itself to heal, to command itself to do the things that we need to do. Um, that it's an energy field and it's that 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 energy from the sun is instructing us to do things, just like the plants are growing from the energy from the sun. Um, it's more than just the sunlight itself. And so uh, I thought it was fascinating. There's a ton of great information. He offers a, a free 15 days um with his his laboratory and so pay attention to that and find out how to get that 15 day free trial to be able to use and learn how the the sun's energy and the energy field can positively impact your health and help with um the imbalances that are going on in your life he can he can find those through his lab work and and help you um, and he goes into all uh, how well that works. Um, it's quite amazing. Um, so it's fascinating work to me. I I, I just I, I find it amazing that our body can do so many different things if we just tap into the resources that are there. And one of those resources is scalar light. And so we talk about that. And uh, Tom Palladino again is the guest, and it's it's just amazing to have him on. So welcome, Tom, to the Confidence Through Health podcast. And I thank you for the opportunity. So you have got uh, research into something that I think is is a is a key to people's health that we don't 
fully understand uh, as, a, as a general public, right? Like you understand it. And, and, and as we were talking about before, like it, it's a rabbit hole and there's science behind it that you can go down and deep and, and there's so much we can go into. But uh, when we're talking about like scalar energy and so you say that to somebody, somebody on the street probably has no idea what you're talking about. Right. So break that down for the normal person before we begin to like dig into it. Yeah, it's so simple. And uh, before we get into it, let's just make sure that that people understand that this is a new and emerging science. It's valid. Yeah. Nikola Tesla was the first man to control scalar energy through instrumentation. So I'm trying to walk in the footsteps of Nikola Tesla in some fashion. Scalar energy, what are we speaking about? It's another energy besides that of electromagnetic right. energy. There's two energies. Maybe you were not taught that in college, but it's real. Why? Well, I've, I've experimented with scalar energy, and it's not electricity, but it's very valid. It's, it's yeah. real. So scalar energy, it's from the sun and the stars. What, what does that mean to us? It means this is an uh, unlimited source of energy, clean, pure energy, right. no carbon footprint from the sun and the stars. Now, Nikola Tesla, the first man to develop and, and scalar energy instruments that can control and broadcast it, so to speak, it was a wireless transmission of energy. And Tesla, in his day, called it radiant energy. The key factor is this. When Tesla was working with scatter energy, there was no power plant. Right. If you look at his Wardenclyffe Tower in Long Island, New York, it was only a copper dome okay, that's, that sur uh, surmounted this, this tower. Right. And that copper dome captured solar energy, stellar energy. So Tesla was able to capture sun energy, star energy, free energy, and he was able to use that in some, some type of kinetic potential, some, some type of uh, ability to use that energy to power either a car or to illuminate a light bulb. Right. Tesla was on the verge of solving the energy crisis. He, got, he was very close. So is this... Is this the same? Well, and I mean, there's two things I really want to ask about, but I don't want to get off track. But like, one is that I think a lot of people and, and me myself was like, wait, we're talking about energy from the stars as well. Like I get the sun because like it's huge and bright, but like the stars as well are, yes, of are do, giving yeah. us the same energy. Exactly. So if we look at the billions of galaxies, the, the trillions and quadrillions of stars, the infinite number of stars, we realize the universe is awash in scalar energy. Wow. It's, it's filled with scalar. It's an infinite supply of scalar energy. Right. If our sun is just one of the stars, it is. And right. There's quadrillions upon quadrillions of stars and perhaps quadrillion the number of galaxies. Right. You see how this really is, to put it in the vernacular, a no-brainer. There's yeah. no reason why we should not tap into this radiant energy or zero-point energy or, or scalar energy to power everything. Tesla was very successful. He employed that energy as free energy to power various instruments and various, if you will, uh, a car, again, a light bulb, et cetera. So what is my point? We're going into a new era, a scalar energy era, in which we're going to leave behind electricity. It's, it's outdated, frankly. Right. What I really find... Uh, quite quite a, a poignant uh, re remark that I'm going to make, if you will, if I may say so. Yeah. Tessa abandoned electricity later right. in his life. Tessa was the author, was the 
was the founding father of the AC Electricity. Right. But later in his life, he was no longer working with AC Electricity. He was working with Radiant Energy. Now, you have to ask yourself, why would, would the world's foremost electrical engineer give up on AC Electricity in preference of working with Scanner Energy? Right. He, he saw the potential. Right. And that's that, you know, consider that that's, that's a poignant remark on my part, but I stand by that. Tesla yeah. gave up. He, he, he's no longer interested in AC electricity. Many people don't realize that, but that's that's a fact. And 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 we're talking about different than like it because it, it I'm envisioning like a solar panel, but a solar panel is taking that energy and creating electricity out of it. Yes. And so we're yes. not talking about that. We're talking about right. just using it straight from the sun. Exactly. Now, right. what, what I've what I've observed, what other scientists have observed, that scalar energy is the initial energy of the stars. Right. So, if there's two energies, how how do you make a count? Well, one of one of the energies has to be the first energy, and the other energy has to be the derivative. Yeah. So, scalar energy is found at the very center of our sun. And Tesla went on to, to remark. I remember one of his assistants. He said, "I can hit a switch, and I can turn the sun on." Well. You know, that's a poetic license, but what was right. he getting at? What was the animating force of the sun? Scalar energy, or what he called radiant energy. Why would he call something radiant energy? Well, it's everywhere. It radiates, right. if you will, the universe. So, you know, I, I, this is theory. I realize that, but I'm going to boil this down into practical application later in the hour. What right. I'm trying to lay the groundwork for the audience. This is real. Yeah. And if we follow this trajectory, we're going to solve our problems. So if you're listening to this podcast, bear with us. We're going to solve problems. Energy is fundamental. And if you work with scalar energy, you have fundamental control over nature. Mm-hmm. And this is what I've discovered. And it's going to be quite a tool in the future once we realize what it can do. Well, and I mean, it's I, I think we all know what it can do from the standpoint of we see it in nature. Right. Like the 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 plants that come back every year when the sun comes out in the spring, you know, the sunlight's around. And so things grow a lot more. Um, I mean, if you don't believe in that, like just how many times do you mow your yard in the summertime versus in the in the winter? You know, I mean, like right. it's growing more. You've got to do. And so I, I there's got to be that same connection with us in the sun. Right. Like the sun's got to be able to do things for us from a health yes. standpoint. Exactly. Um, you know, in. And it sounds like it's coming because of that energy and not necessarily the sunlight, but more of the energy input yeah. that we're receiving. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've, I've always thought that the the animating force for all biological life are not electrical impulses. That's just the side effect. That's, right. that's the uh, result. There is a life force energy. It carries instructions. So what is scalar energy? It, it is the supercomputer, so to speak, of the universe. It carries instructions and instructs everything. I believe scalar energy is, is the divine instructions of God. And I believe we have to look at, if you will, that, that cause and effect relationship in the, in the world, in the universe, to finally understand not only biological life, but all, all, all branches of, of the sciences. Mm-hmm. The animating force is always light energy. What right. light is that? You only you have two choices. It's scalar energy. Right. Scalar light is the animating force of everything. It's the fundament of the universe. So it's not necessarily like, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm just thinking about like you know, you've got 
the doctors that in, in vitamin D is a huge thing right now, right? Because of everything we went through with COVID. And so people are like, Oh, vitamin D's down. You get it from the sun in, in, in the, the, the phrase is you get it from sunlight. Right. Yes. And so your body's converting it and all that. And I think back to, you know, the different stories that came out then about like, Oh, well, when people were sick and they're in the hospital, they got, they got better results. If you took them outside and put them in the sunlight, but it, it was it not necessarily the sunlight, but it was more the energy because they're getting it directly. You're not shaded from, you know, being inside indoors and not yeah, getting it, that exposure. It could be all, all of the above, right? It could, sure. It could be all of the above. So, you know, to, to look at, at the work of Tesla and how I've, uh, if you will, modified his instruments, mm-hmm. I do, I now have Tesla instruments in my laboratory. Those instruments are capable of improving biological health? I think so. But I call it quantum health. The reason I make that distinction, I'm not working with Newtonian physics. Right. You you cannot find a a college textbook on on scalar energy. It's I think it's suppressed to this day. So what am I getting at? So I'm going to cut to the chase. I work with photographs. This is my photograph. If I wanted to work with myself, I would actually take my photograph, which is energy that has a source of light. And my signature found on this photograph, I could place it inside a scalar energy instrument and I could send myself quantum well-being, quantum energy to improve my health, my spiritual, mental, and physical health. Now, this is not obviously an in-person session. You've never gone to a dentist and say, here's my photograph, performed an oral exam on my photograph. Sure. So I want to make this very clear. I'm a scalar energy researcher. I do not work with, with um, conventional medicine. Right. This is this is quantum wellness. You can call it quantum medicine if you want. It's a new branch of physics. Mm-hmm. And hence, the way we, we actuate this is not in person, but through a photograph. Right. So it's a force field. I work with force fields. I don't work with people. But I have great results from the testimonies of people. Now, what am I getting at? People from around the world will email me a photograph. It's my contention that everybody has a scalar energy envelope or some type of aura or spirit or some type of non-physical presence. Remember, I'm not working with flesh and bones. This is not biochemical. It's informational. And when I'm working through some person's photograph, I can actually balance their seven chakras on the photograph. I feel oh, cool. that. I can I can sense that with my instrument. Right. The person can feel that those seven chakras are being balanced. So the question now is, is there a connection between the photograph and the person? Right. If there is, you cannot prove that by Newtonian physics. Right. This is not Newtonian physics. The only way you can prove if there's a connection between a photograph and a person is through scalar physics, a new branch of physics. Right. Is that possible? I think so. You Perhaps some people in your audience have heard the term quantum entanglement. What does that right. mean? Everything in the universe, everything in the universe communicates with itself. Right. Everything, every yeah. object, every photograph, every molecule, grain of sand, every car, every person, every cow, every horse yeah. is all in constant instantaneous communication with one another. This is known as quantum entanglement. Right. So it's not a physical connection. It's a communicative connection. Right. It's an informational connection. Now, if my theory is correct, again, 
I cannot prove this by Newtonian physics. If my theory is correct, by placing my photograph inside an instrument, it is as if that person was teleported or bilocated inside my instrument. Oh, wow. So a person doesn't have to go to a dentist. Right. A person does not have to go to a clinic. By taking a person's emailed photograph and placing it inside an instrument, that person teleports or bilocates to my instrument. It's as if that person was inside my instrument. By the notion of quantum entanglement, you don't have to physically come to my laboratory. You can send your photograph to my right. laboratory. And it's it's similar or perhaps identical to a person being inside my laboratory. Right. Well, we've made this easy. Why not email a photograph or email a photograph of 20 or 30 people? Right. Today in my laboratory, we miniaturize the photographs. Let me let me give you a prelude to my comment. Yeah. Today in my laboratory, I worked with half a million photographs. Oh, wow. So we have we have begun this pathway to global healing in this Christ consciousness in this right. in this realm of non-physical non-local information right now I know that's a lot to take in but Tesla proved it with his yeah. instruments I am proving it with my instruments I'd like to show the audience one of my yeah. instruments that I work with can we see that Yes, we've got that. Okay. That's one of the scalar energy instruments that I work with. That instrument is is able to access a different dimension, a scalar energy dimension. Right. And you can see on the very left of the screen, there's two Tesla coils. And again, mm -hmm. modeled after Tesla's work, we're able to uh, uh, create a scalar wave and then broadcast it, so to speak, or amplify it. I should say amplify it with those two Tesla coils. Right. on the left-hand side of the, of the screen. Now, this instrument allows, again, me access to the scalar energy dimension. We're no longer working in an electromagnetic dimension. Right. And if you can imagine, there's, a, there's another instrument to the side of those coils in which we can actually physically place a photograph of a person or an animal inside that, that well or inside that receptacle. And in so doing... By way of a photograph, we're able to access a person's quantum being. That's cool. Like, and, and, and you said a couple things in there that, like, I think for somebody that that maybe, you know, is looking at going, oh, my gosh, this sounds a little bit. But there's several things that, that definitely make sense because, like, there's a connection we all share, like, especially when you get close to somebody as far as an emotional contact with somebody and there's a connection that you share with them that if you, if you truly can quiet your mind and quiet your soul and like, you can feel connected to them when they're not in the room. Yeah. Right. Yes. Like, especially if somebody passes away, like, yes, you know, like I feel connected to them still, even though they're not physically here because like you said, their, their, their aura, their energy, that's yes. still here, right? Yes. In like their impact, yes. if you will, um, yes. on on the, on that quantum level is still yes. here. And so I fully, I, I mean, I'm tracking with you because I see that 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 yeah. happens in so many areas of life. 
Yes. Um, and and sometimes we just we we count it off as a coincidence or as a, a hokey feeling or you know a spirit. Um, but I think that there is there is a level of connection. And it and it sounds like it's at that scalar energy level. That's not something that's normal physics we've been taught. But it's that 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 next level of energy that you're discovering and, yes. and working in that that is what is the connection to all of us. Yes, thank you. Now I'm going to give the audience a, the upper hand here. Everybody who's listening to this is a scalar energy expert. I promise right. you. Everybody, you may not have heard the term, but it, it scalar energy plays a factor in, in every moment of your life. Now, right. thinking, do you ever ask yourself, why do we think? How can we come up with a creative thought? It's instructions. Where do the instructions come from? Scalar energy instructions. What am I getting at? Scalar energy drives is the animating force of all thinking. Right. Any co cognitive thought. Memory, creativity, okay? Emotion, your heart is a scalar energy vessel. Mm -hmm. So we are scalar energy experts. Congratulations. Right. Everybody who's listening to this podcast is a scalar energy expert, whether you realize it or not. Right. What drives the mind? Scalar energy, scalar instructions. What drives the heart? Emotions, scalar energy, scalar instructions. So this this is how, how important it is to grasp onto this. Yeah. This is the animating force of all spiritual, mental, emotional, physical activity. Right. Everything needs an instruction. Everything. When you drive your car, whether you realize it or not, you're instructing your car by right. steering the car, by, of course. by braking, by accelerating. Those are instructions. Well, the universe, God has designed that the universe likewise has an infinite number of instructions. Otherwise, the universe would be chaos. Right. So what am I getting at? Scalar energy serves as the instructions for everything. Yeah. This is why Nikola Tesla dropped electricity. Yeah. This is why the world's greatest AC electrical engineer was no longer interested in, in electricity, and he began a new career in what he called radiant energy. Well, and and, and there's a big point right there in that, like, you don't just drop something that is that is that big at that moment to go in a completely different direction because there's so many reasons that you would you would think the average person would go like why would I give that up that's right there's so much there's there's potential there it's just not as big as the potential elsewhere and so and and, and he saw it um, and it sounds like 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 there's so that the, the there's so much we need to know. Like there's, it sounds like there's just this, this is infinite that you're just scratching the surface of what's possible. And I, I, I watched some of your videos. And one of the things that I thought was just fascinating was the, the connection, because you mentioned the, the wave of energy, the connection between the wave of scalar energy and DNA. Yes. Like I saw your video on that and I, I was like, wow, this, that, that right there was like, boom, that, there is yeah. definitely a connection to how the sun's energy is instructing us and helping us yes. like become healthy or unhealthy, depending on how we use it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So so uh, to, to further that point, scalar energy is a double helix. If you right. can imagine, it's, it's, it's the same compositions, same ratio and proportion as DNA. So what's my point? A scalar wave creates 
maintains DNA. Um, it's been photographed. So there are some right. photographs of, of scalar energy in which you will see a, a double helix. Right. And it's now it's it's a certain time lapse photograph. So it's not a waveform. It's not a sine wave. It's a double helix. And if you look at that, it's the same ratio and proportion as, as DNA. So I've always concluded that what are the instructions behind DNA? It's scalar yeah. energy. Why? Great. Why do we have this, this DNA molecule? And it, it it's always in place. It, it, it is always maintained. It has to have constant instructions to constantly monitor and to form and to maintain that double helix. Well, that's scalar energy. That's how important this is. So if we, let's say God decided to to change the scalar wave, we would have no genomic forms. Right. You know, if if, if you cut off scalar energy, you don't have a genome. Right. Okay. There was a great scientist, uh, Antoine Priori. He was developing a scalar energy uh, um, instrument, very powerful instrument in which people within the vicinity of that instrument, he found that these people no longer had cancer. You know, many people called that the cure for cancer. Right. Well, how did he do that? It was probably a very strong scalar wave in which he was able to, within that location, um, provide a correction for an addition, a deletion, or a substitution of a base pair. If you can do that, you can cure, remedy, call it what you will, cancer. Now, right. Now this is this is a matter of record. The French government financed this gentleman, Priori, but it, it never went anywhere. You know, there's there was politics behind it. Oh, he sure. never had the sufficient funding. Sure. So I don't want to digress too much. So scalar energy is the fundament of the universe. What do I mean by that? It's the instructions of the universe. So if that's true, and if if Tessa really discovered free energy, okay, let's let's move forward. What are we right. waiting for? Right. It's good. I want to solve problems. Right. So now I'll, I'll I'll describe to the audience the problems that I can solve, or at least in theory, I say that I can solve problems. Um, I'll give the audience a for instance. I'm working with an HIV clinic in Delhi, India. the The clinic is called Om Prakash. Om Prakash. Okay. And God bless this HIV uh, clinic in Delhi, India, has sent me over 5,000 photographs of people who at one time were infected with HIV. Okay. Now, in so doing, I've had great success working with these people. And everybody at this clinic at Om Prakash is now telling me that they no longer have a viral load. Oh, wow. They have have no viral load. Now, this is their comment. It's not my comment. Um, And and it's very encouraging. What, 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 what we're hearing coming out of this clinic, Om Prakash. And if, if we can continue in this vein, my goodness, I think we're going to, uh, I, I think we're really going to make advances here. And, and uh, the people around the world will see the benefit of, of, of this uh, of this program. Right. Om Prakash, the people at Om Prakash are telling us that their health has been restored. Well, that's music to my ears. So, so that's right. one of the, that's one of the benefits we we can see from this this uh, in, incredible endeavor at Om Prakash. I'm going to try and find a photograph for the audience. No, I can't find it. Let me so, move on. So on the so on this on this clinic over there, like, so they sent you pictures. Yeah. 
and you're putting them in your laboratory and you're putting them in the device, like in your, so how long, like, obviously I, I would, I would assume it's going to be different based on, yeah. on the severity of, of what you're dealing with, yeah. but like, how long before you start hearing from people like, oh my gosh, I, I, I feel the changes or it's showing up in my lab results or yeah. like That's how long of a process is this, does this yeah. take for it to, to get back to the person from the photograph? Yeah, that, yeah, that's that's a good point. So most people, most people are telling us that they feel better within a short period of time. Within okay. um, within a couple weeks, they're saying that they feel better. Okay. Um, I I would say, on average, if it's HIV, within two or three months, the people are telling us that they feel better, that they no longer have any any viral load after two or three months of experiencing their first wow. session. I'm going to hold this up. Yeah, this is this is um, a photograph of the clinic. Some of the people from the clinic. This gentleman in the orange, his name is Sahil. In 2017, he sent me his photograph. He's been negative, no viral load since his first scalar energy session, and he was positive. He was HIV positive for 13 years. So, oh wow! I'll let I'll let the audience decide. Right. The efficacy of my work and, and whether there is a, a cause and effect relationship. You know, I, for one, cannot prove my work by way of Newtonian physics. I've, I've right. been approached by many people and they ask me to prove my work. And I tell them, you cannot prove this by way of electromagnetic theory. I don't work within the electromagnetic spectrum. So go to the results and ask the people if they feel better. Right. Well, here are the results. After working with 5,000 people at this clinic in Delhi, India, Om Prakash, everybody feels better. Everybody. And those who had a follow-up PCR test, all of those tests now are not detectable. No detectable viral load. It's amazing. So, and you, you, so before you were talking about the seven major chakras and 12 meridian points, and like just just explain that for the person that doesn't know like anything about you know what their energy level is what their in internal energy level is what they're what you're actually looking at to try and and, and help with yeah. there there are seven chakras they spin why right. because they're scalar energy vortices that spin. Right. so what are the seven chakras they're points of information there's seven spinning vortices and and if you access those with the scalar energy instrument, you can influence that spin. You can mm -hmm. influence those instructions. So imagine God gave us these seven chakras, perfectly aligned, perfect, perfectly able to send out instructions and maintain homeostasis. Right. And it always begins with an instruction. So the seven chakras are the seven instructors of the body, of the mind, of the soul. There, you have seven points of scalar energy instruction. Now, many cultures embrace that concept. Right. In Western medicine or in Western thought, it's not really embraced or not at least aggressively yet because yeah. you cannot measure it. Right. Well, guess what? You're not going to be able to measure consciousness. You're not going to be mm -hmm. able to measure scalar energy. So you have, there's some things you have to accept by either tradition or, or by um, looking at the cause and effect relationship. Right. A chakra cannot be measured. If you're looking to, to, to perform some type of mathematical computation, abandon that thought. Right. It will not be achieved. 
So is that is that one of the stumbling blocks, um, if you will, that's like preventing this from becoming a big because it's because our culture is so much into you have to measure this, you have to measure this, you have to like where, you know, as opposed to, like you said, with the the clinic over there, like, okay, just go ask them. Yes, exactly. Like, but since there's not a, you know, step one, step two measure, step three, step four measure, since there's not that kind of back and forth, is that the one of the biggest yep. things that's preventing this from becoming yes. more wide scale? Yes, it is. Yeah. The, f- the fact that this cannot, according to Newtonian physics, be measured, be observed, because it's invisible energy, and you cannot measure this divine energy. There's no, there's no basic unit. How do you measure the animating force of the universe? You can't. You cannot measure consciousness. You cannot right. measure the omnipresence of God. So the hurdles are... It's a new science, scalar science, that's not embraced. It has, it, it, it's quite different. The laws of scalar science are not the laws of electromagnetic energy. Right. It cannot be measured, as we've mentioned. You cannot even see it. With, it's right. invisible. You can feel the before and effect after things. Right. So, I, you know, I thought after, after working with 5,000 people at the clinic, own precaution, Delhi, India, if you want to, if you want to, vouch for my work, go to Om Prakash, ask, right. ask them, ask the people how they feel. 5,000 people have sent their photograph in, and those 5,000 5, people have successfully had a, what I call a pathogenic cleanse, at least in the, in the spiritual realm, at least in, by way of this quantum realm. The upshot is this, they all feel better. Right. Now, isn't that, should that not be noteworthy? Right. You know, should well, not I think, the scientific community pay attention to that? Uh, well, I think that like what comes to mind is that like you know the unexplainable, right? You some you we all hear about this. Somebody goes in and they've got a diagnosis for stage three or stage four cancer, and the doctor's telling them you've got X amount of time left, and da 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 da. And they go back and they're like, "No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not taking this. I'm." You know, and and not that they're obviously they're they're changing things in their health as far as like nutrition or exercise or whatever they're doing, but it's just that that also that them telling themselves and that over repeating and yes and that mind over matter. It's not necessarily mind over matter so much as it is scalar energy over matter, is it? Yeah, it, it, I I agree. It's it's scalar energy, which is the mind. Again, right. everybody right. has the has your mind, your heart, are scalar energy vessels. So don't, I don't want anybody to ever cut themselves short. Everybody is a genius. Everybody right. has incredible potential because God gave you made in the image of God and God right. gave you that mind and that heart. Now, what am I trying to do? I'm trying to uplift mankind. Right. If scalar energy is the unifying energy, then scalar energy should unify mankind. No, so if people would just grasp this and yeah. accept this. You know, if if I've accomplished this much in my lifetime, what could we do with a thousand researchers, with ten thousand researchers? Right. right. That's the point of our conversation today. I want yeah. to instill into your audience that this is real, that these are scalar energy instruments, that everybody that I've ever worked with, after after I worked with a person who has HIV, everybody, everybody's told me they feel better. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, their follow-up PCR test is negative, what they call not right. detected, undetectable, right. undetectable. Now, if I can do that for 10,000, 20,000 people, is this not noteworthy? I yep. would hope so. Yep. 
So is there a way to, well, I mean, like, say for instance, I mean, it's, it's cloudy here, right? Um, right now. And so like, and, and I know that in, in the winter time, a lot of people get, you know, um, what seasonal, the, uh, yeah. affective disorder and things like that, yes. which I know, I mean, cause I've suffered from it before. And I know it's like, I've got to get out and see the sun, like, right. Um, and so is there, and this may be like a, a, a stupid question because we talked about the stars bringing it. So it's not necessarily just the sun, but like, is there like a prime time that we should be like experiencing, you know, time directly from the sun to get like a, like a peak amount of scalar energy? Or is it just like, you just have to acknowledge that it's there and, 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 and you know, acknowledge that your, your energy field is going to absorb it. You know, everybody's different, so that it's hard for me to give a a, a, a uniform answer to that. But I would say that uh, judging a person's mood and their disposition, mm-hmm. some people need that sunlight. So right. even if it's winter, and if you can get out around noon or one o'clock when it's mm-hmm. warm, I realize sometimes it's cold in the winter. Sure, and sure. get and and even if 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 the sun's rays are attenuated, it doesn't matter. Try and get out in the sun. I live in a warm climate, so I don't have to worry about that. Right. But that, you know, that that goes to 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 maybe bolster my argument that yes, scalar energy, this life force energy, without it, it life is insipid. Yeah. It's life is dull. You know, I I uh, I want to encourage the audience that that our website we give away 15 days of free session. The only way I can convince people is by you convincing yourself. Right. Again, there, there's no, you're not going to find a textbook on this. My instruments are unique. My approach is unique. I don't think anybody is traveling this path that I am. Yeah. So this might be the only scalar energy lecture of this kind you ever hear in your lifetime. Right. You know, and, and that doesn't, you know, God bless all the scientists in the world, but that's, that's not their, that's not their calling. So the only way I can get the message out there is through a podcast like this or, I have a 15-day free session on my website. Please avail yourself of the the free session. And you will experience the benefits. You will see that something has changed in your life all through the interface of your photograph. Right. It's quite fascinating. Try it. So from a biological standpoint, I know that the the pineal gland is is influenced by receiving sunlight through your eyes. Um, and, and I've never been able, I've heard this from a different, um, medical professional, but I've never been able to find it myself that there was, um, there was a guy who was experimenting with sun gazing in the, you know, in the, in the morning as the sun goes going up when you can actually look at the sun for a long time without damaging your retinas or anything. And in the, in, in at sunset and, he had he had increased the size of his pineal gland, which was influencing the amount of nutrients that he was producing himself, and therefore he had, he was able to cut back and hardly eat at all. Yes, yes. because his body was creating the it, yeah. it, which when I saw when I saw saw your video with the DNA and the the and I was like, oh my gosh, that's to me that's a connection. Yes, to me that's a connection that if the energy has got the same wavelength, if you will, as our DNA, the same. Yeah makeup that it's got to be influ- in in that situation has got to be influencing more than just what it's doing to the pineal gland but he was ex- receiving that much energy at morning and at night every day yeah. that 
he was a he, his body was basically feeding itself, creating the yeah. nutrients and feeding itself, which I find I agree. Is just amazing. I agree. I'm going to make two points, and maybe you've heard this: the pineal gland. It's it's a mystery to us because there's yeah. not really biochemical pathways. Right. So many people think it's more of an information system, and I think there's there's truth to that. You know that that it, it's sending out some type of scan energy instructions. You know, it's yeah. it's along the seven meridians, and the pineal gland really it's it's probably it's it's uh, artful design is is the ability to send out instructions to us. Yeah, and that's the pineal gland is a powerful scan energy force field. And then you're right. Many people can assemble nutrients by stargazing. Right. If I wanted to assemble a nutrient, I would actually take a photograph. That's vitamin E, and I'd actually place it inside the instrument. And the instrument, which is my stargazing instrument, will mm -hmm. look at, would interpret, would instruct vitamin E then to download into me. Oh, wow. So some people might stargaze or sun gaze, and they're able to transmute micronutrients. I transmute micronutrients through my instrument, which is a stargazer. Mm -hmm. And I can download vitamin E through a person. So this is the That's, new science, instructional yeah. science. And it's all non-physical. Whether yeah. a, a sun gazer is, has the ability to transmute or create nutrients, you know, that, that's all done by way of the mind and, and the heart. Okay, It's a non-physical action. Right. Or I can do it by taking a photograph of a vitamin, vitamin E. And instructing this force field to download into me. Right. Well, it's it, analogous. It's analogous. I mean, it. But it. it to me, it, it's 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 making sense because the, just simply from you using the word instructional, like that changed my mindset in regards to how this is all interacting with me. Because if I'm at at the subconscious level. At the energy field level, if I'm receiving instruction from other energy, you know, and it, it, to me, that makes sense because it's like if I'm not. I don't want to say strong enough, but if I'm not um, at, at a good, healthy point and I interact with somebody with a bad aura or bad energy, then I start to feel that and I go down that route. And I'll, you know, take some of that bad energy and move it on. And we've all seen this in grocery store lines or whatever, yeah. when somebody's interacting poorly. And then we're like, we receive that. Go, oh, man, our day's crap, too. And I don't know. Yeah, know, like, you're right. You know, nothing happened to us other than just interacting with somebody who was in a bad mood. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, I don't know why people do that. If I'm in a grocery line, I'll, I'll say a prayer. I'll make a phone call to a friend mm -hmm. because you're just standing. You might as well be make it productive. Don't, right. you know, you know, people at a red light, they. They get they get in the tizzy. It's a yeah. red light. What are you going to do? Right. You know. But if our if if our energy is getting instruction off of their energy because they're if you will more powerful at that moment or whatever it is they're you know like you said because we're all bouncing energy back and forth and we're all interacting together on that quantum level. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. that to me that's that that is making a lot of sense on an instructional level when you say it that way. That to me is explaining a lot in how we interact with each other. And making me think about how I need to be more um, aware, you know, when I'm when I'm in inter interacting with other people. Yeah. We we all have good days and bad days, but I, I think sure. the world's starting to realize that that in many ways you make or break your life. 
not yeah. only a good day or a bad day, but if you want to be moody throughout your life, you're going to be moody. Right. If you want to see, if you want to see the the abundance of nature, and you want to see the miracles before your very eyes, every day is a miracle to me. Oh sure. I, and I try and have some type of goal or some type of positive aspect. I I have great days. I you know I uh, whatever chaos there is in the world, I can guarantee in my home and my laboratory, I have a productive day. Yeah. Every day. Every day. And it all comes down to me. Right. And to your audience, again, everybody, you're you're the captain of your ship in your mind, the way you think in your heart, these scalar energy instructions, you you make or break your life in many ways. Yeah. And so like when you look at you know scalar energy from the standpoint of uh to go back to you know solar energy and the connection of the difference between the two mm-hmm. um is there a like it, one of the things that I, I i mentioned i've got a um cousin who went to mit is a big time engineer worked for nasa for a little bit um last time i saw her i was like when are they going to come out with like solar cars that are just you know like the solar panels are on the roof and we're just we don't have to worry about stopping or charging or anything because it's just charging all the time. Right. Like, is that something that like scalar energy could move in that direction or to like power things? Oh, sure. Tessa apparently had a a car in a, in Buffalo, New York, that was a scalar energy car. And he was Mm -hmm. able, he took the combustion engine out and he had some type of antenna that captured stellar energy, solar energy. And he, Apparently, he achieved a top speed of about 90 miles an hour. In this oh, car. wow. And the car was it was silent in operation, of silent course. in operation, because it, you're you're operating on solar power, yeah. on, on stellar power. And the point that I'm making is he achieved that. Yeah. He had a free energy car. We should have listened to him. Right. Oh, well, and then I mean, like you said it before, it it goes back to politics, it it, it things like that. It goes back to you know, um, it, it, if you can't you can't make money off of the sun, or they haven't right. figured out how to do it yet, right? right? It's going to take that person is going to figure out how to do it and how to be able to make money off of the the abundance of the sun being there all the time. I heard a story. I don't know how accurate it is. J.P. Morgan and the Rothschilds were pro- providing some financing for Tesla, and they were interested in this work. And ultimately, Morgan figured out that Tesla was on the pathway to free energy. Yeah. And he became very intimidated. You know, the Rothschilds and the Morgans wanted to make money off of people. Right. So they, they took away his, his money. They wouldn't, we'd, would not even consider financing any of his work moving yeah. forward. And subsequently, the Morgans and the Rothschilds started a smear campaign against Tesla. Right. Well, why? You know, you, you, I'm sure your audience is astute. If this is so good for mankind, if it's free, clean energy without a carbon footprint, and we're all looking for uh, some type of solution to the energy crisis, right? Well, why did the Morgans and the Rothschilds stand in the way of finding that solution for the energy crisis? Well, because of their machinations. That, right. Uh, right. On that political scale, it, it's um, we don't have. They're not our friends. Yeah, Tesla was a great friend, but the Morgans and the Rothschilds are not our friends. Right. We, the world has to come to this understanding. There is a great deal of suppressed technology. And no, who, I, who's, I, who's that benefiting? It's not benefiting. It's not benefiting me or you, Jerry. Right. 
No, I, I fully agree that there is uh, that there's a lot more out there that's that's capable of being done. Um, that that it's simply not just like we said, just because it's not there's not a way to monetize it yet at the scalable level, and so it's whether it's being suppressed or it's being hidden or you know what I I mean I, I fully agree that that's that that's an issue that we have right now. Um, because life could be a lot easier for a lot of folks. I think yes, you know, with yeah. with the with the with the stuff that we can do. I, I mean, I think it's it's it. You have to be hiding under a rock to not know that there's more out there. Of course. Yeah. Of of course. I. It's it's um. So, yeah. As we move forward, this this is my contribution to humanity. I I claim that these instruments are able to if you will, pinpoint, I'm able to look for a microbe. If I took right. a photograph, a magnified photograph of herpes, and I place it inside the instrument, the instrument would look for the signature of herpes in me. Right. And a photograph of a microbe would download into my photographic dimension and destroy herpes in my body. But it's a quantum body. Right. It's an informational body. This is not... You know, there's no pain here. Why? There's there's no discomfort. Why? It's not a chemical process. Right. It's an informational process. So yeah. there's no allergies here. There's there's no pain. There's no die-off. Why? I'm sending information into the photograph, yep. which is my bilocated version. I bilocate or people bilocate to my laboratory by way of a photograph. Does it work? Well, according to the 4,000 testimonies I've received, it works. Right. Yep. No, I believe it does. I, I, the way you've explained it, and, and from what I already know about how our energy fields work and how what our body's capable of do, if we if we you know if we feed it right from a nutrition standpoint, that nutrition is also. I I fully believe we should be eating a, a more plant based diet than than anything else, and that right. nutrition is getting the energy from the sun and then providing it to us. And we're taking that in an instructional base, you know, way, as far as this nutrient turns on these genes, turns on da 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 da. You go down that, that rabbit hole from the biological standpoint, it, it makes total sense that there's, there's other avenues for that energy to work as well. Yeah. yeah. So, so with, with my work and what I present to, to, as far as quantum healing, I'm able yeah. to identify and eradicate microbes. I'm able to balance the seven chakras. And yes, these instruments can create and transmute nutrients, vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, et cetera. So I'm, I'm going to encourage your audience, go to my website, scalarlight.com. You will upload your photograph and you can send in uh, photos of family members with their agreement. Mm -hmm. Include your pets, dogs, cats, if right. you have a horse or livestock, and then you be the judge. For 15 days, we will identify microbes and, and eliminate, eradicate microbes, balance your chakras, and then create, assemble over 350 nutrients. Right. Most people, I've worked with millions of people around the world, the greater majority of people say that they feel better. Yeah. Why? There has to be a, some valid science behind this. Yeah, there has to be. This is this is beyond auto-suggestion. Right. You cannot prove again my work by we have electromagnetic theory i don't work with electricity yeah so besides your website 
um, how can people get in touch with you, follow you, social media, that kind of stuff? At the bottom of my homepage, we have all of our social media sites. I think the Mm -hmm. best way is just to funnel people to the website. I want people to see the validity and and how simple and easy this is by way of my homepage. Right. Jerry, I thank you for this opportunity to speak to your audience. The key, my my work is, is, if you will, geared to helping mankind. If you want to help us, my vision is eventually we'll be working with 500 million people a year, maybe a billion people a year by photographs. Right. Nothing can stop a photograph. I want your audience to realize that the day is coming. We will work with half a million, excuse me, half a billion people a year, perhaps eventually a billion people. We will be able to secure their photograph and then send them energy in the quantum realm and improve their health, at least their quantum health through a photograph. Right. It's amazing work and, and it makes so much sense. And, and I just, I appreciate the fact that you're, you're providing another avenue for people to be able to take control of their own health, yes. you know, and not be reliant on, um, which is another thing that I think is, is a problem in our world is being reliant on the the pharmaceutical companies and the medical system that is in, in a lot of cases skewed um, to be able to keep, keep customers for life. And I, I, I understand the theory behind you don't want to cure your customer and have them go on their way, but yeah. you, you sort of do if you're a medical person, I think. So. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's say this. If, if I keep my vision pure and I just want to help people and do God's will, and I don't let money or the pursuit of fame come into right. the equation, then this healing ministry will flourish. Yep. Okay. You know, I, I, people are smart. People just, as the, as the uh, saying goes, follow the money. Yeah. If, if you see people in one particular industry or, or or some type of endeavor constantly chasing a dollar sign, constantly advocating money or sales, well, then you have to ask yourself, is, is that to my benefit? Right. Yep. Very true. Well, Tom, I, I greatly appreciate your time. Uh, I will link, um, a connection straight to your website in the show notes so that people can, can connect with you um, and take advantage of that, that it was 15 days um, yes. to be able to experience it in and see. And, and uh, I think we both agree. Uh, we need to tell people just to spend a little time outdoors in the sun, in nature and, and get away from the, the, while the technology is great, get away from it from a little bit and, and let your energy feel be, na- be natural with the sun. Yeah, thank you. We have to yeah. do that. Yep. Thank so you. thank you so much. Thanks for checking out the All in Health and Wellness Confidence Through Health podcast. Our goal is to use health as a conduit to help you reach your goals in life.